back to another episode of We Just Talking, just letting y'all know we are evolving as a podcast. This is going to be the last episode of Just Audio. And with that, we've also welcomed back our other member of the family, Torian. So it's, it's back to myself, Isaiah, and Torian. We're going to start talking about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. If we're going to talk about sports, we're going to talk sports. We want to talk about the world. We're going to talk about the world, whatever. So just sit back, be interested, and listen. Just like, subscribe, do all that good stuff. But fellas, how are y'all doing today? Isaiah, I'll let you go first. Uh, I was like, I, I didn't want to cut anybody off. I'm, I'm doing pretty good. We got some rain. It's going to be humid as hell in the next <laughs> couple of days because of it. But, I mean, it's all a part of it. It's the, it's the state we live in. God help us all. But... <laughs> I'm doing doing pretty decent. Yeah, man, and uh, you know, it's good to be back. It's good to be chatting with you boys, man. Missed it. Um, you know, also catching up with you guys on Friday night is really nice. It's been a while since I got to do it, and uh, you know, I'm here now for the foreseeable future, and you know, I'm looking forward to this again. And uh, you know, life's been good. Family's been good. Still dealing with uh, fuck shit in my neighborhood. But yeah, I feel like I feel like that's everyone right now, currently. So, oh, yeah. man, yeah. Pivoting off that, bro. I know the first thing we was gonna talk about is the state of the country. Like, obviously, unless you live under a rock or just don't give a fuck about it, we know right now everybody's predicting a recession. We're thinking of a like a housing market crash, like we did back in two thousand eight. Uh, all kinds of shit, man. Where, where y'all, where y'all, uh, where do y'all sit in what's going on with the country as far as like everything? Uh, T, I'll you go ahead and start. Well, I mean, let me just say, like, I think the housing crisis is an issue that I think is going to continue and uh, get worse. You know, you have you have like you know big investment companies they come in and they buy a bunch of property and it drives up housing. It makes, you know, I mean, most people that have lived in an area in which they've lived in for most of their life, man, they're getting priced out of the market and they can't afford shit. And if they can't afford something, they're overpaying for it. And then you have to take money out of your household and your family suffers because of it. But this is a thing that has been happening. It's going to continue to happen. Um, you know, I hate it. I hate it for a lot of people, younger people, you know, around our age and younger because they're going to have a hard time finding a place to live. Um, you know, landlords are able to price gouge markets and, uh, you know, fuck over their tenants. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's just, it's greed, man. Yeah, you know what it is? Like, and I, I understand it, dude. We live in a capitalist country, man. You want to get in, make as much money as you can while you can, because you never know when it's going to come to an end. I get that. But, you know, there are people that are suffering and they're having to do without. And, you know, I, I, I think it's just like a whole, morals issue really more than anything but you know the almighty dollar trumps morals in most people so it is what it is yeah you ain't lying the morals of people i've people really just care about money you can tell uh to me i don't i don't try to sit in a political stance like i don't try to take one as far as like to the left or to the right i try to stay in the middle uh, to me, I feel like both sides only tell half the story. So you'll get into a situation where something will happen 
one side points at the other one, the other one points at the other one. It's like it's like when you come home and, and your kids break some shit and you're like, man, who broke this? And they're just going to point the blame at each other. So I try to stay away from that. But I do know that both sides, everybody that runs the country, uh, they all say that they're for the people, quote unquote. Bro, they're all just here to make money, a bunch of money. And it's it's been working. Uh, I think I'm everyone everyone has a conversation where they're like man we need to get these people out of here and we need to do that and we need to do this and we need to do that i don't i don't understand what's what it is like it's not that hard to get the people out but like why do we still have nancy pelosi and mitch mcconnell as speakers of the house and you know what i'm saying like bro they're like 80 years old why do why are our presidents 80 years old like why are we not back towards like a even like obama his first term was younger or like jfk to be younger to be more in touch with where the world is currently because i feel like the world is or our country at least is ran based on people's ideals of the 70s and 80s oh back when i was in school i could do this and i could do that and like yeah that was 40 fucking years ago the world back then you probably said the n-word quite a bit and didn't have black friends and couldn't go out and eat with with your black friends and that shit has changed so man you know a, a big a big problem in politics is is i mean you know you could you could you could make amendments to you know limit senators and congressmen to two terms the same way that you know they do presidents i mean you know the the constitution wasn't it, I mean, it's an outdated document, which is the reason why they had so many amendments to it. And, you know, yeah, sure, you could you could limit it. But, you know, their their constituents and the people that work under them, they're just going to they're just going to take their place. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, you can get rid of one shitty person, but, you know, the next guy up is just as bad. I And I, I think. I think we've discussed this off air in the past that like, you know, I'm sure that most politicians when they get into politics initially, I'm sure that their hearts are pure and they have good intentions, but you get to a place where, you know, once you, once you take that, once you take that pack money, you know, now you're, you're beholden to those people that paid you because if you're not, then they're going to put that money somewhere else and they're just going to get you out of there. So you know, it, it's a lot of pandering and uh, and gerrymandering in politics, and that's that's shit that's not going to change either. <laughs> I mean, and I don't, you know, I don't want to get, you know, I don't, I don't want to get on here and start, you know, speak, speaking of taboo, like taboo politics, like anarchy and things of that nature. You know, I I do believe that, you know, our our policies they were they were written with this broad idea of being able to benefit everyone. But yeah, I mean, it must be real. It, <laughs> it doesn't, you know, it, and it's not going to change, man. You know, you know, when people sit there, I mean, that's, that's why I kind of have a disconnect towards politics currently. It's just, you know, you sit there and you spend all that time getting upset and frustrated <laughs> about these things, man, you, you're, you're letting something that you have no control over affect your life in a negative way, man. And, I feel like you guys, a lot like myself and most of our friends, dude, you know, we, we worry about taking care of our families and kind of just minding our business. And, you know, 
as long as we do that, like it really doesn't affect you unless it's like at the fucking gas pump. <laughs> and, and that's like, you know, here and here recently, man, it's that's affected it's everybody been, at the moment. It's been tough. I, I feel terrible for all the people that have to make long commutes for work because. Oh, know, thanks. I appreciate it. Their, their, their dollars, their dollars going to the gas tank, man. And, you know, it doesn't change the fact that you have bills, you know what I mean? So it, it sucks, but you know, if you want to make a change, man, go ahead and get in politics. If any of my friends, like if, if they're listening to this, man, and you want to make a change, if you want to get in politics, I'll vote for you as long as, well, I, I definitely don't think that that's going to be too big of a benefit for anybody because like you touched on earlier, it really doesn't matter after a certain point. You're only in politics to keep your office, to keep your seat at the table, and you'll just do with, you'll do whatever big corporations want you to do as far as like the pharmaceutical companies, their aspect of politics they're going to push the agenda that benefits them the most, which puts money in the pockets of the politicians the most. So as long as it's controlled basically by big companies, politics are, we'll never see an exact change that's actually going to help the people and bring them to a point of trusting in our government again. Because there's a lot of people that will not or do not trust in our government you know, you got two major parties that are only benefiting for themselves. The people aspect, it's only the people that are at the top. And, and those are the people that are going to want to stay at the top. So if they want to stay there, they're going to do whatever they're told to do. So there's not a true person that has the intentions of the everyday working man in their hearts. There really isn't anymore. So that's why I'm not registered to vote. And I don't think I'll ever register to vote. It's <laughs> just being honest. That's... I, I, I'm I'm registered, bro. I'm just I, I like to sit in the middle because I think I was listening to a Rogan podcast. Uh, I mean the goat shit, but <laughs> I was listening to him and and he said it. He was like he was like everybody everybody has issues with with everything in politics, but at the same time, most of the issues come from the far. So the far left is very. That's where you start getting people wanting to cancel over everything that they don't like. And then you have the far right that is just nuttier than squirrel shit. And it's just regardless of what, what it is in anything, really, like like it, it's like I can talk to a Cowboys fan. But if the Cowboys fan is super diehard and super biased, I don't want to talk to them because they're – they they start making excuses and shit. Oh, it's, it's Mike McCarthy. He's the only reason that we haven't won the Super Bowl. And it's just like, okay, well, he's only been there for what two or three years. What about the other years? Well, blah, blah, blah. that's the biggest issue. I also think people like to complain just to complain. I I do understand the issue of like gas prices right now, of just being through the roof, which they're slowly starting to creep down, which is a good thing. Hey, I I understand it. The one thing I don't like is when people sometimes you have to point the finger at yourself so if 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 you have a car that is gas efficient and the the presidency changes from a republican to a democrat and history shows that whenever a democrat is in office gas prices are usually going to go up we're not going to get into the reason for it but gas prices usually go up and then you go buy this jacked up truck that's going to eat gas and then you complain about 
man, I'm having to fill up and fumble, but like that's on you, bro. Like you could have kept that fucking car. So yeah. that's my biggest thing with with everything as far as like morally and, and socially standing in our country is I feel like nobody wants to not I gonna say nobody, but a lot of people don't want to point the finger back at them and say, you know, I made this decision. I have to stand on yeah. it. It does suck. And well, it's, it's, it's easier to always blame someone else as opposed to taking accountability. That's I mean, in, you know, kind of to piggyback off of what you said, you know what I think the biggest issue is with. You know, I, I, I don't you know, th- I mean, this, this might sound insensitive, but I, I, I really don't care about other countries. Like, I care about the one that me and my family lives in. And I feel like a big issue here is one. There are a lot of people that are morally bankrupt. Um, and and we live in this we live in this day and age where everybody is so so fucking sensitive and offended by anything that doesn't gel with what they believe in. I remember that there was a time where, you know, and I still think it exists because people still teach this to to their kids and I think it's great like man you know you're you're allowed to have an opinion even if it you know even if it's you know you know even even if it's silly or like far fetched like you are entitled to your opinion you know you may be right or you may not be right but th- there's a thing now where like people will spew nonsense and they refer to that as well that's my truth okay well that no, like not, if it's not true, then it's not truth. Like you're, it's it's delusion, is what it is, man. And I I don't think a lot of parents teach their teach their kids that. Like, dude, it's okay to be wrong sometimes, but you gotta like you have to acknowledge that, you know. And you know, I I don't I, I I'm a firm believer now that we live in a in a day and age where you really don't have to like spank your kids as a form of discipline kids are so soft now like because their parents don't teach them to have grit and to keep moving you know things don't happen your way that they just fall apart man you don't need to spank them anymore you just take that tablet from them you know you take you take their you take their switch from them oh you you want to go play sports you don't want to. You don't want to listen. You don't want to do good in school. You're not doing that, dude. They fall apart, man. And yes. you have to teach them that, like in life, things are not always going to go your way. And you know there there are rules in life for a reason. And if you don't follow those rules, man, you don't get rewarded. To, you know, I I tell my kids like, dude, I'm not going to reward you for half-ass effort. You know, and it's like one of those things that I think some kids have a hard time understanding because they are so entitled and expected to always get their way that they've never not had their way. So, you know, that, you know, that's where the, that's where the frustration comes from. And I think, you know, unfortunately the kids, the kids who grow up in that manner now were raised by parents that probably always got their way, you know, and it's, I, I tell my kids, man, in life, dude, you're going to lose more than you win, but it's not, it's not about how many times, you know, 
you get knocked down is about how many times you get back up and you keep moving forward because, you know, and, and obviously I'm not saying be a loser, but, you know, you, you're allowed to expect to win, but you have to understand that losing is a part of winning and somebody's got to lose. And I, I tell, I tell my kids, dude, I've lost more in life than I've won, but I promise you this, like the wins that I have are so much sweeter just because I remember how much it stung to lose before that, you know, you just have to, you have, you have to teach your kids to have, to have grit, man. And to persevere and, and, and to push forward. I mean, you know, I, <laughs> dealt, I've dealt with, I've dealt with that with some adults, like, you know, fall apart if they don't get their way, you know, and it's, <laughs> It's it's to me. I think it's gross to see that, but, you know. Yeah, do anything about it. You just you just try to give them. You just try to counsel them and give them the best advice you can give them. That way, you know, you, you're kind of just paying it forward. I, I always remember like being taught taught those values, you know, and you know whether it be through my mom or like you know one of my one of my friends' dads. I always always looked up to a lot of those men growing up as father figures because they taught me about being a man. You know, I, I was, I think I've, I've spoken about this before, man. I was in my late twenties until I acknowledged to you that like, man, you know what? You know, maybe coach Bacon was right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, I, you, you realize, you know, it takes a long time sometimes for people to see it, but you know, those men, those men, like they, they didn't reward losing attitudes and losing effort, man. They, and, it really taught you a lot about yourself in the time, whether you realized it or not, that, you know, you maybe needed to pivot and adjust the way you thought and the way you looked at things and look at it, you know, from another perspective, you know, that's, that's being able to have a conversation. You know, a lot of people don't think about that in the moment, but you realize it further down the road. Um, and I, I honestly think we're in, we're in a place here in America where I think there are some people who they think the way, that I think in the way that, you know, other people think they just don't say anything. They're just like, fuck that. I'm not saying shit. <laughs> no, dude, speak, though, speak more, man. Cause like the, those people, those people who have, who have grit and have all this, all this knowledge and insight, man, they can, they should share that with people. And I think, you know, get people to come together and sit at the table and have productive conversations, I think is necessary. Not this one side versus another side bullshit. You're not going to get anything accomplished doing that. Thanks. You know? So that's, I, I feel like the same way, like coaches and, and parents and everyone back then, uh, I, and not to say that it still doesn't exist, but like I enjoyed the people that were super hard on me because it made everything that much better once I got to the place that I wanted to be, or at least got like had some successes. Like it, it's not, just I I know that I'm not always right. I know that I'm not always in the right. I can look at it and say, "Damn, I was my bad. I messed up." And I feel like we have now, like you said, we have the issue of people who don't want to be wrong, or they had it like because I said it, it's true. And that's where we are right now, where because someone feels a certain way or somebody is a certain way that's the truth and it's like eh, that's your truth which is it's cool it's like <laughs> it's like self-esteem 
it, that's I mean that's that's for you, but as far as like a broad topic for every single person, that doesn't describe them. So I mean, eh. Isaiah, what, what you think? What you think? Uh, I, as far as like people that have the knowledge that you want to you want to get them to share it with you, I think we're kind of losing that because there is some people that are a little more hardened by the the mishaps of their day, but they're getting to that age like the genuine people are kind of becoming few and far between so they haven't really heard what it's like to struggle in this newer generation of people and with that comes the entitlement aspect of uh, a lot of kids these days i mean t mentioned it like you don't have to whip your kids anymore you just take their tablet away and they will lose their goddamn minds meltdown yeah they will literally have a mental breakdown if that happens which is you know, that's insane to me. You know, I remember getting our asses whooped for, you know, drinking too much of a two liter. Like they don't, they don't know. <laughs> they don't which, know which, let's be honest, dude. Like, it was kind of an absurd reason to to, to get your ass whooped. Yes, but we did. But, but, yeah, I, I I sit there and I think about like the things that would break me as a kid. You know, one of my favorite things to do with you is we go out in the yard and we play fucking catch with the football. Yeah, we didn't we didn't spend all day inside playing video games. So when we got out of line, dude, mom take our football from us. That fucked me up because it's like, dude, <laughs> yeah. now, now I can't go play catch, dude. Yeah. Like, what am I supposed to do now? We didn't have a TV in the room, so we just sat there in our thoughts. That'll get me on a whole nother fucking tangent, dude. I sat there and like tried to flex on my kids and tell them, like, dude, you guys ain't getting smartphones for your first phone. But then the then the cell provider was like, oh, it's just cheaper. Like if you uh, activate old phones, you just pay for the activation fee. So now my kids are, you know, 10 and 8 years old with iPhones, which kind of pissed me off because I'm like, dude, I was like in my 20s when I got my first iPhone. Yeah, mine was and iPhone like, 3. Yeah, I, I had an iPhone 3GS. That was the first one I had. <laughs> You know, what, my kids got iPhone SEs, like the like the third gen one, which is like nicer. That's it's it's basically an iPhone 13 and an iPhone 7 frame. Yeah. It's like, dude, you kids have no idea, like how like how good you guys have it. But I think that's a trickle down too, because we didn't realize how good we had it, because our parents had it worse, and so on and so forth. I I just think that. Every generation is going to experience, especially in nowadays, you know, you know, we know people that know people that, you know, didn't have fucking windows in their house and didn't have running AC, you know, it's, it's everything is advancing and it's happening so quickly, especially in our lifetime, in our generation, you know, I think people touch on it, people touch on it now, the simple fact of like, we are so overstimulated as a people. We just don't know, like, when to stop. There's so much data that we have to process, and new things, and new term, and new slang, and new technology, and everything else. So with that, it's it, it is overwhelming, and it, it I don't think it'll make us as a people. I don't. I'm not depressed about it. I'm just like shit this is a lot sometimes you know like you almost have to like take a step back and kind of 
removed yourself from that. That's why I think that all three of us are a little more humble that we still have those aspects of our childhood. But are our kids going to have that? Probably not. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's. I think it's a it's it's a it's a give and take. Like you like I think Isaiah, you and I talked about it's it's a lot of give and take because I look back on things and like like. I know people will say, yeah, you need to, you need to whoop your kid's ass and blah, blah, blah. But like me as a man right now, I got my ass whooped for a lot of stuff that I shouldn't have got my ass whooped for. I got my ass whooped because I missed a tackle in football. That's, that's, it's just going to happen. Like I couldn't, I like, it, it wasn't like I could go my entire life without missing a tackle. So why am I getting my ass whooped? And getting my ass whooped and getting just getting my ass whooped and saying, go, go lay your ass down. That does nothing. It does. It doesn't. It doesn't say like, like, give me what. Tell me what did I do wrong so I can try to avoid that. I feel like when we grew up, it was a lot of just getting your ass whooped and trying to diagnose what the fuck happened and try to do that. And I feel like (laughs) I feel like now so confused. Yes. And I, I feel like now as as we continue to grow as people really and get smarter and try to break those generational curses and shit. I feel like we are doing a better, not everybody, but I feel like, I feel like we're doing a better job of even like, even if I get to the point to where I whip my kids, I at least will talk to them and not just be like, go lay your ass down and then give them that good ass, ass whooping nap. Like I'll, I'll talk to them and say, this is what you did. Like, don't worry. Daddy still loves you. Blah, blah, blah. When, we were little, bro. I got, I would get my ass whooped and like, you know what I'm saying? I would do like maybe an hour or two later, I would do that awkward peek out the door. Like, yo, yeah. I come out. But what, what you're doing is so important though, too, because that, like, <clears throat> it's one thing, like you said, dude, we would get, we would get whooped with no explanation. I mean, obviously like our parents didn't whoop us for no reason. Right. Yeah. But they didn't, <laughs> they didn't assess it with us after, you know what I mean? Like, and if you are, if you are going to spank your kids, like you said, dude, I think it's so crucial to like spank them, sit them down. And they, and like, so what, what I've done and I can, I mean, I can honestly, you know, I, I've whooped my kids probably less than 10 times in their entire lives. You know what I mean? I ha- I have a talk with them before and after. Because it's important to explain to them, you know, all right, you did this. I asked you to stop. You didn't do it. I asked you multiple times. You didn't do it. So we're going we're gonna to go down this road. And after, and like, and then after I would do it, I would be like, now listen, like, I don't, I don't like spanking you, man. It breaks my heart. Like, because I don't, I don't ever want to see my kid cry and be upset. You know what I mean? Like. I know, I know that there, there, there will be times where that happens, but I don't want them. I don't ever want to feel like I'm making them cry because of me. So I think that's where, that's where like I adjusted as a parent. Like, dude, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm, I'm gonna feel bad regardless because a kid who's young, man, they're not gonna. Even if you do explain it to them, like, I feel like they're not. They might hear you, but they're not hearing you. The only thing they're gonna hear is like, yo. Yo, my pops just whooped my ass, man. Like <laughs> that shit hurt. <laughs> like, you know, he's he, he's mad at me. You know what I mean? And I think now, dude, it's like you you take. I think it's more effective to take the things that they like mm-hmm. and explain to them. All right, like, well, this is why this is happening. 
and now you're going to earn it back. All right. Yep. It's not going to be one of those easy things where you're good today and you get all your shit back tomorrow. No, you're going to earn it back piece by piece. And I think it humbles them. And may, and I explained to them, like, dude, this, like, all this shit, Nintendo's and, you know, iPhone, like, that shit is a privilege, man. Like, that is not, that is not a right. You're my kid. I love you. But the only things I owe you until you're an adult and you move out is I keep a roof over your head. I keep clothes on your back, shoes on your feet. And you have a bed and a room to stay in. That's all I owe you. You know, it, it, and this is in our relationship. It's it's given it's give and take. If you want me to give you an iPhone, you want me to give you, you know, you know, football. Like you're gonna earn that, and you earn that by being respectful. And I tell the kids, like, man, you don't got you don't have much to do. I don't make you take out the trash. I don't make you do dishes. Like, I don't even make you lay out your own clothes. The only thing I ask you to do is keep your room clean. And that's about it. Obviously, I tell you to go, you know, take a shower. You get clean. Brush your teeth, you get, like you clean your teeth. Like, and that's it, man. Like, it's not much. So if you can't handle that one, one thing that I'm asking you to do, you know, like, don't ask me to do shit because you're going to want something from me far before I want something from you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, kids want this, that, and the third, but if they can't give you... The one thing you ask for, you don't give them shit, man. <laughs> the, only, the, things, the only things that you're required to give them is what you should give them. And then they understand, okay, you know, in order to get from point A to point B, I got to do this. You know, and it, 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 I feel like it teaches kids structure and it's not chaos. And they'll learn, like, you know, I, I mean, really, like, inadvertently, they learn about setting goals and achieving them. I want this. So I got to do this. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's a, it's a give and take thing, man. They got to understand that ain't shit in this world free. And to have, to have this air of entitlement, man, you know, world's on, world's on knocking in the teeth thinking that somebody owes you something. I, that's one, that's the one thing that my mom taught me that I've always remembered. She, you know, my mom told me and my brother at a very early age, man, world don't know you should. You know, say, and the second you understand that and realize that, dude, it's going to be a lot easier to navigate. So, mm-hmm. once you know that your feelings don't mean shit to nobody else except for you, that's quick. Yeah. But so, push, pushing on, and Isaiah, I'll let you start this one because it kind of, I mean, it ties into it. Like, we're talking about how to how to discipline kids and, and all of that. Uh, for me personally, I, I've seen, obviously, since I'm 32 now, uh, people that I grew up with and that I knew personally how they were raised. And a lot of them didn't have that that structure. They were pretty much allowed to do whatever the fuck they wanted to do. And and whenever yeah. they whenever they they messed up, it was always somebody else's fault. Like we talked about earlier, where it was a uh, oh, it's not not on you. It, it was they're just picking on you kind of thing. Like I know you did this and stuff. Isaiah, you did you see like a correlation of people that you grew up with that maybe ain't shit right now? <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? And they weren't raised. Or even like again, I could we can sit here and, and talk about like oh well our parents like did this and they shouldn't have done that and stuff. But I feel like they did a good enough job to set us morally up to be able to be like you know what, life ain't easy. You have to grind. You got to work hard. You got to do all this stuff. 
do you, I mean, you ain't got no names, but like, did you see a correlation of people who were just like, as kids, you go do whatever the fuck you want. And you know what I'm saying? Oh, my baby would never do that. And then now they ain't shit. Oh, uh, um, how much time you got? As far hey, bro, as like, go ahead. Bro, there's been so many people that I've crossed paths with that we've all crossed paths with that 100,000 million trillion percent did not have any sense of accountability um, as far as like me growing up around them or just being around their parents. And to this day, some of them have been able to make something of themselves, but a lot of them haven't because, like you said, they have that, well, I mean, I know what I'm doing is wrong, but, like, nobody's checking me for it. I think that's why us, personally, we feel bad if we, like, upset somebody because we know what it's like to be punished and being held accountable by hurting somebody's feelings or like disrespecting people or not doing what people ask us to do as far as like job, um, relationships, friendships. We hold ourselves to a higher standard because we know that whenever we were being raised, we had to put ourselves in the situation to where you're supposed to treat people good. You're supposed to know right from wrong. You know, you we have that guilty conscience about us, right? We know what we're doing wrong. I think there's some people that are just not wired that way. And you see them now, like, in jail or, like, you, you know, like, not doing shit with their lives. and Getting ready to go back to jail. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we see, we see a lot of that. And, I mean... I think collectively we all kind of shake our heads at that because we know why they're like that. You know, we know what they went through, which wasn't a whole lot. And we understand that sometimes people just get lucky. And I think those are the people that make us the most jealous is those people that that did have it easy. And they just kind of like we're blessed with, you know, good parents that left something for them not saying not knocking our parents at all but we we definitely are in that uh hey i'm gonna i gotta earn everything nothing's really given to me and i think that we've all made a decent life for ourselves um especially you two you know you guys own your homes and everything and maybe one day i'll get there as well but i've never had to put myself in a situation where i have to take what i have for granted and i think that's what makes us turn out to be better human beings like i think we all are in that situation to where we have um a lot of people around us that respect us those people that are the complete opposite nobody wants to be in, be around them and nobody respects them and they get annoyed when they're around those type of people so i think that's just kind of what that's my thought on it at least you know, i flex Flat out, I flex like on on people that we we grew up on, grew up around that maybe they maybe like you said they they had a lot of stuff given to them. They were like just said they 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 never had to grind. And now that we, once we became adults and we weren't in our even early twenties, because obviously you're still in your early early twenties, you still have like a support blanket around you. But once we got into our late twenties, and it's all on you if you if you succeed or you fail, and they failed. And they failed for because they didn't know how to handle or navigate shit. Bro, I flex on them. I don't give a fuck. 
because I mean, I feel, I feel, but I really, I feel bad for some of them because I'm like, man, like I wish you was eating. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I wish you was eating. Like I was eating and stuff, but I can't tear my family down because your ass didn't want to listen. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you remember whenever we was younger and you would see me grinding or you would see me having to do stuff or, you know what I'm saying, maybe I didn't get to go to Cancun and y'all were going out to Cancun and doing all this shit and flexing and stuff. That should have mm-hmm. put it in your mind like, man, I want to do this stuff whenever I get older, so I need to work harder. But instead, mm-hmm. you just thought, this shit is going to last forever. I'm just going to kick back and, and relax. And now it don't. So then what? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I, <clears throat> you can tell which dudes didn't come from much because they just move different as adults. So you know what I mean? Like they, it, it's, it's different, man. Like I remember, I remember seeing you guys living in that little bitty ass house, just fucking stacking fucking checks, saving all his money while people like myself <laughs> were out doing stupid shit. Like, you know what I mean? But like you guys stayed solid and what y'all were doing. It's, it's like, you guys, you guys, and there's, I mean, there's, you see people like it, but you don't see it as often. Like, there are people, man, who just, they, they grind and then they'll, they'll do their, like, they'll do their living later. You know what I mean? Like, working mm-hmm. towards something. I feel like, like, you guys were kind of like older souls in the sense of like, y'all, you guys acted like, like grown men when y'all were, when y'all were younger. You know what I mean? Like it was, of course there was there was a time to go out and have fun and like, you know, enjoy yourself. But I always remember that shit. Like, cause I remember when I was, when I was young and we were all coming up at the same time, dude. I was, I was doing wild shit. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna talk about none of that on here just in case somebody's listening. But <laughs> you know, I, I was I was definitely not living right. You know what I mean? And you guys were, and you know, like I said, man, some people, man, they're just older souls, man. They're, they're their maturity level is a lot higher than some and you know going going like going back like with the people that we like grew up with you get you could almost make a direct correlation in how the people who grew up with like their mom and dad in the house and their mom and dad stayed on their ass to do right those guys turned out to be pretty good most of them you know what I mean? Most, yeah. And then, and then the guys who didn't have that structure—they they they either didn't have their mom or their pops with them. They didn't. It didn't work out for them. I hate that. I hate that for you know the people that I grew up with and were close with because, like you guys said, we know a lot of motherfuckers that we grew up with that this shit went wide left and it hasn't got better and I don't think it's gonna get better. But I can say like most of the people that I grew up with. They, for the most part, turned out pretty good. I know most of us now are married, have kids. Kids are getting older. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and it's it's a beautiful thing to watch. Um, but man, you see some of those. You see some of those guys, and it's like, man, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened with him, man. But I wish him the best. Yeah, I, d- I definitely think that. Those people that we tr- we our heart can't hurt for everybody, and I mean you've said that plenty of times. We've heard that plenty of times. It, it it does suck, but you know I'm sure that at one point they had that support system that was telling them that they were doing wrong and telling them that they needed to correct the error of their ways, and they just they told they chose not to. 
And if you choose not to, then you're just going to suffer the consequences. I mean, there's no better, there's no better way to say it than we tried. I mean, we, I think, you know, about my struggle with trying to, you know, get one of our closer friends to a point to where he would change his life. And he just never did. He just never did. And, you know, I think he's doing a lot better now, but I think it took him realizing that people weren't attacking him. They wanted the best for him. That's all it was. And I think when that finally clicked for him, I mean, he's not a upstanding citizen and I don't think he's going to run for president, but he understands. He understands that those weren't meant to, you know, judge him. It was trying to put him in a better frame of mind. Hey, I'm I'm back. My shit kicked me, but I'm back. Hey. Uh, and and just hearing the end of that, I think I think something that happens too that we uh, is is was it Joe Rogan that said it? I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan, but kids are dumb as fuck. So from like zero until like from birth until twenty two, people are dumb as shit, and sometimes longer. And they don't oh. understand that they don't understand that that like people are when you get constructive criticism it's not to knock you down it's to help build you up so some a lot of people get constructive criticism and they just start deflecting and defending instead of taking it and building pause but like that's to me that's 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 the biggest issue of people like we were talking about that that when we were younger maybe 20s or something that we were uh it's like like we were trying to help them out and they, you know what I'm saying, they, they fucked up. They didn't, they thought we were just, we hated them. We, they thought we were just being judgmental and stuff like that. And we weren't, we were just saying like, Hey man, from the outside looking in, like, I feel like you should do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't, that's on you, but I'm just telling you. And then once, now that we're older, uh, Isaiah, you're, you've been the youngest one in here, but like, now that we're older and shit, they are able to look at it and say, man, I I understand it now. Like I can look back on it, and I was in the wrong then, and I probably did some dumb stuff. But I appreciate you for always having my back, and yada yada yada. And then the mm-hmm. people that are now our age that are still not wanting to hear it, they continue to make the same mistakes, and that's why they are where they are, or that's why they are going back. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, you know what I'm saying, but brittle brittle spirits, man. Facts. Get broke. Yeah, it's it. It is what it is. Like I, I feel like people, the people you know that it's like, it's like the. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. Just no, like real quick, I just wanted to say, like you know, the people that have a problem, the first step to fixing that problem is acknowledging that you have a problem. If you're not willing to do that, <clears throat> I'm not even gonna waste my time talking to you. You know what Thanks. I mean? Like, it's not worth it. I'm just gonna let you learn on your own. Excellent. Yeah, crawl before you can walk. So before we, we get to the last one, I know, Isaiah, you were wanting to talk about, uh, like, friendships of convenience. Real quick, I want to do a uh, would you rather, just because I'm, I'm trying to see how y'all feel. I'll probably ask one, one of these a week, but would you rather go to jail for five years or be in a coma for 10 years? Put oh, me in jail. God. Put me in jail. <laughs> Man, I don't know about that one. I might take that I don't wanna, nap. <laughs> there might be too much shit that happens in 10 years, man. I'd, yeah, I'll take the five. 
I do the five. Man, it, it, the I, it, you right? Because because I mean, not even just that so much shit would happen, but thinking about it now, bro, that damn that damn hospital bill once you get out <laughs> of that coma yeah. is gonna have a bunch of zeros behind it. So I, I reluctantly say the five years. That's gonna be rough. Cause you gotta think, man. You, if you're in a coma for ten years, man, there's you gonna have to get out. Like as soon as you wake up, you gotta learn how to walk again. You probably gotta learn how to talk again. Yeah. So much shit could change. Well, I mean, a lot of shit could change in five years, but even more so in ten. So like, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to do any more time than I got to. Okay, hear this one out then. Uh, if you go, if we're gonna take the five. How many consecutive years of jail would you take if every year you got two hundred fifty thousand? So, like, if you do uh-huh. one year two hundred fifty thousand, the second year you get five hundred thousand. I'm one and out, baby. One and out. Two fifty is good for me. I'm getting the fuck up out of there. Two fifty is cool with me. I, I, I can do a lot of things with two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I would have to sit there and talk to. I have to talk to my attorney first. See what's <laughs> see what's up. Hell yeah! I'm no, that. Just put me, I, put me I, down for one, coach. I would, I would at one. least do the, I would at least do that first to get that 250. And depending on how that first one went, I would decide, like, man, can I do another one of these? And obviously, it would decide on like what, what's happening out in the world and, and some shit like that. But honestly, I would say the most I would do is 500 thousand. So two years. And then yeah. I'm I'm probably just so here. so can my people come see me like yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah you ain't you ain't in like like maximum there's a lot of hyper yeah hypotheticals yeah, yeah. it's, it's just I'm still I, I yeah. probably I probably probably only just do the year just because I'm not trying to be away facts from, from my from my kids that long man who, who and and my, and my wife let me be clear I, I don't want to be away from my wife for that long either but facts. And then what, what Cat Williams said, if you ain't ever been to jail, go home, go in your closet, turn off, shut the door and turn the light off. Yeah, I ain't trying to be in that too long. I, I'd sit. Yeah. <laughs> right. From just working at home sometimes, bro, I get, I'm in here and I'm just, I'll go crazy. So I know if I'm locked down and I ain't got no choice of I can go outside whenever I want to, I lose my fucking mind. And get that cabin fever, man. Just, just locked up. <laughs> I ain't trying to get none of that, but now nah, Isaiah, go ahead and lead us with the fi- the final one. Start off with you, what you want to talk about was like fr- uh, like your friendships and stuff, like you was talking about. Um, I believe that you know, and I think we've all encountered this at some point in our lives as the friendships of convenience, um, in the sense of in that moment in space in your life, that person might be serving a purpose of you know somebody to talk to or you know you you might work with that person you get really cool with them and then when things change the dynamic of the friendship changes and it's not like you leave those friendships on bad terms it's just you're not in the same space and then you might try to schedule to go eat with you know that friend and it just doesn't happen and then eventually it's just a separation I think we all kind of deal with that in some aspect, but sometimes that friendship of convenience is not serving a beneficial purpose. And I think with um, the maturation of us as like human beings has to come with the fact that you realize that eventually. And so that friendship of convenience becomes no more. I think we've all kind of gone through that 
individually in our own lives. And with that, um, what do you believe is the worst kind of friendship of convenience? Worst kind of friendship of convenience to me is somebody that's never really your friend. They're just using you. They just mm-hmm. they're in a they're in a spot where they ain't got nobody else to talk to, so they try to play it off like they're your friend and blah blah blah. And you believe you're their friend or whatever you know what I'm saying, and they're really not. They don't give a fuck about you. They're just again they're they're your friend because they don't have anybody else at that particular moment, or they're just using you. They don't give a fuck about about like how you are, who you are, whatever. They don't give a fuck about none of that shit. And it's really hard because me me personally growing up i never wanted to see the bad in people like i never wanted to be like man people so-and-so is just shitty and blah 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 so i would i would always be like oh you know what i'm saying blah 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 but the older i've gotten the more i've been like i don't give a fuck like i know people are <laughs> shitty i know people are just shitty so i can look at it and say like like oh like i w- we were work friends meaning i worked with you we were cool we talked because we worked together that was it if and stuff and then obviously the older you get the uh more more of a committed relationship you get into uh that's whenever it's weird too uh because that's whenever shit is supposed to change so for instance i I like i kick it with y'all before i would kick it with uh, some of our other friends and stuff like that consistently maybe bi-weekly or something like that i got my wife bro. i don't kick it as much like i still enjoy kicking it like we still play softball and stuff and go out there on friday nights and stuff like that but like mm-hmm. as far as doing anything else i don't have the desire to and if it's affected anybody as far as them thinking that i'm not still their friend i i always apologize for that but the reason that i do that is because i just don't want to do shit the world is crazy enough on its own uh, for instance yeah. yesterday yesterday somebody was setting off uh like celebrate celebratory things at quail and they reported there was a shooting so it was mass panic in that shit and it wasn't a shooting so that i mean i i just don't like to do shit like for instance the fantasy drafts at zach's house i'm excited for that the one that i'm having at my house i'm excited for that uh i'm excited for state next saturday to kick it and stuff like that but like there are friends that will hit me up and want to like Hey, bro, I got a message from somebody that I went to high school with in Chandler after we left softball on Friday, and they were just trying to chop it up. And I was just kind of like, oh, okay, I'll chop it up with you. And he was like, man, when are you going to come down and kick it with me? Probably not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, it's it's not because I'm, I'm not cool with you and I don't want the best for you or something. I just don't have no desire to go down there and kick it with you, bro. Like, you, you – I extremely believe that you are – you will be and your your personality and your success will be based on who you hang out with. So if, if I surround myself with people who ain't shit and don't like have issues with maybe drug or alcohol abuse or they have two or three baby mamas or they don't see their kids or they don't do all that kind of stuff, I feel like that stuff will rub off on me. So I just try to avoid it. I'm like, nah, bro. Like I see how you move. I'm going over here. And that's that's why two of the people besides like y'all and the Ginzels that I've known for, for forever, two people that I've met over the like the past five years that I rock with in, all the time is, is KG and Jeff. And from being like friends with them and, and having them be able to tell me what's wrong or come to me whenever something is in their life is wrong and us like talk through it and like do that. I feel like honestly, that's what I needed as a man to be able to say, shit, I'm not the only one that goes through this and kind of reset myself but as far as other friendships that i've had in like high school and stuff that 
maybe I was really cool with those people and stuff like that. I don't, I honestly don't care. Like, you know, I, I had a dude that I like was always around and a lot of people didn't like this motherfucker and he was always around. You know what I'm saying? And he went off the fucking loony bin. And once he went off the loony bin, like, I'm not about to fight for your, you like that. Like I I'll hit you up and try to tell you how I feel about it. But at the end of the day, if you're going to continue to go loony, like I'm quick to just remove myself from a situation, regardless of how good of a friends we were and not, because I'm not going to risk my mental for you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I think I think so, too, that those friendships where they just take advantage of your kindness or they're only based on one thing that's not going to help you grow as a person. You know, like I think we've all had our moments of just having friends that would only want to go drink it. That's all it was based on and that's all they wanted to do. And so eventually we kind of broke off from that because we wanted to do other things and it wasn't about that aspect of our life anymore i think that was the hardest i don't think it was one of the hardest things that we've all had to deal with but realizing that this isn't fun anymore like every now and again to do that is fine but you know we knew people that were you know every weekend like going out and that's just not how we're built anymore it's not something that we want to do yeah. I don't look at shit like that as like a like a relationship of of convenience. I could honestly say that I don't have I don't have nobody that I consider or have considered them to treat me as a as a convenient friendship, you know what I mean? <clears throat> that, that's the dope thing about like knowing knowing your audience and knowing Knowing in your heart what like how your friends are, dude. I got guys who I have not seen in person in years, bro. The second we get together, ain't shit changed. You know what I mean? Like that. Like they're the same good person that I knew from years ago. You you get together with man. How the kids doing, man? Like man, I I see you. I see you in in pictures with your wife and kids, man. Y'all look great, man. Like love to see that and. You know, I, and then I get to sit there and I talk to them about like what's going on in their lives, you know, how their kids are doing, you know, shit like that. I've never, I've never had a friend who just hits me up when they want something. Cause that, I mean, that's, that's a good way to not be my friend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because, and I think it's like one of those deals, like, like you guys said, you know, you, you are, you know, you are the company that you keep in, in most cases. And, if you if you've adapted and changed how you move and operate because you got family, you got wife, you got responsibility, and they're still doing the same shit, man. Like, you can be friends with them from a distance, but like, I'm not gonna kick it with you. Wait, I mean, we're not, we don't we don't think the same, we don't move the same, and I I can't like you like you know like you said, man. Like, I'm not gonna fall back into that into that cycle of living that way because then that will that will affect things outside of that friendship and that's not worth it um but i will say i do know people that you know have treated some of my friends and family you know as a, as a friendship of convenience only hit you up when they want something or when they need you to pull up for them mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you, you know you hear that shit and then you have to tell us people like man look like i know i know you care about that person but 
you obviously care way more about that person than they do you because any any person that respected that relationship would not ask you to do those things. Yeah. Or they wouldn't have, you know, like fucked you over in the past the way that they did and then have the fucking nerve to still try to front like they didn't do that. It's gross. <laughs> oh. Yeah. We could talk about that off air. I know somebody like that and mm. you know, I don't I don't hate that person. I don't hate nobody, but anytime I hear that person's name, I start rolling my eyes like, man, what the fuck? Like <laughs> why are you talking to that motherfucker, man? Like yes. you're wasting your time. All yes. the only 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 thing they're going all they're gonna do is ask you for something. <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? And the and the and the second you got the courage to tell their ass no, they're gonna ghost you. Yeah. Until they need something again. It's, Why not? It's, it's because, honestly, if, if you have or know people like that, to me, anyways, it's always because those people are extremely selfish. They, they don't care about you. They're, no. They just care about and, – and I know – I mean, I, I have people – like you said, I have people that, that I know that will only hit me up if they're going through it. And it's just like, like I get, I do have friends that'll hit me up when they're going through it, and that's fine, because they'll also hit me up when they're not going through it, and I'm fine with that. But if you're just hitting me up whenever you're going through it, and then I go through it, and I hit you up, and that motherfucker says red, <laughs> that's it. Like that's all. Like now, especially, that's all it takes for me. Like, like if it, I mean, honestly, I don't really talk to too many people like that, anyways. But if, if like. If somebody needs something like, "Hey, I, I, uh, is your job hiring?" and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah," and they hit me up and ask for, like, they send me their resume or whatever, blah, 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 and then I hit them up maybe like a week later and I'm just like, "Man, how's everything doing? Like, I ain't talked to you, blah, blah, blah," and then they just don't read it. I'm gonna pull that mm-hmm. resume and you're gonna be on your motherfucking own because yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's just it, it is what it is, and, and I know I know a lot of people uh, fall into a trap of. Because it's not the way it was when we were in high school or something like that. We used to talk every day. We used to kick it every day. Now we ain't friends, blah, blah, blah. What the fuck happened? It's just like, bro, we got older. That's what the fuck yeah. happened. And exactly. some, some people still act like we were. But you remember when we used to all kick it at the house that me, Dre, and Niz had? And we would have like people mm-hmm. come over and watch like UFC cars mm-hmm. and shit like that. It's like some people are stuck in 2011 still. And we're in 22 and they wonder why we don't kick it. And it's because you're stuck in that. You want to go out and party or, Oh, Hey, are we going out to the saloon tonight? Bro? <laughs> no, motherfucker. <laughs> no. I got to put my kids to sleep. I get tired at nine 30 now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck bro, it. it'd be eight 45. And I'm like, I think I need to Check. go to bed sometimes. Right. <laughs> Checking my phone. If I'm up and- past 10 o'clock. There's a problem. Yeah. yeah, I'm upset. I'm upset. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it, people just move different, and it it it's good and bad. Uh, you said it earlier when we we're talking about like politics and stuff, and and like our kids and stuff. It falls back to friendships. Like, it sucks to grow and see people do bad, but you you can't. If everybody was doing well, nobody would be doing. That's yeah. just the, the case in point. And it took me a while to to understand that to where, like, I understand people's heart is to have, like, world peace and shit, but that's never going to happen because everybody thinks different. Mm-hmm. So you can't make everybody happy. And you got to have people that are going to fuck up so you can learn. 
Maybe you fuck up and other people learn off of you. Hey, it is what it is. Yep. Facts, yeah. man. I would hey, say. Man. Oh, no, go ahead. Go I was about ahead, to say, ahead. to put a lid on that, a friendship of convenience, they don't care about you. They care about what you can do for them. Excellent. And then the second you realize that, you need to cut them motherfuckers off because it's not yep. worth it. It's not worth it to keep people like that. You can even yeah. test it, too. You can test they're it, only go- just- Yeah, they're only going to hurt you. Yeah. They ask you to do something, you be like, "Oh, I can't right now," and then they trip out on you. All right, oh, yep. <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck out. Fuck it. What, what, what was his name? The little, uh, the little uh, puppet. Oh yeah. Uh, what was his name? Was it? Was it? Oh, I forgot. He's man. Fuck out of here. He said, "Skip that." Yeah. Skip fucking that. That yeah. That's how I feel about it. <laughs> but nah, bro. Hey, I'm glad to be back. Uh, like I said. This is going to be the last only uh, audio episode. Next week, we're going to start doing uh, Zoom meetings so we can have FaceTime. We can put it on in not just Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and stuff like that. We can start. I'll start chopping up and making clicks so we can be on TikTok. But we're about to blow this motherfucker up. Let's do it. Yes, sir. <laughs> Let's do yeah, it. Y'all got, some, y'all got some words to leave the people with? Uh, yeah, real quick. Happy to be back. Missed y'all. Love y'all. I hope you guys have enjoyed our conversations. And, you know, once we start getting these put up, if you have topics that you want us to discuss, post them in the comments and we can talk about it. I'm ready. I'm ready. So let's do it. I believe we had somebody that was commenting in our uh, live stream of the episode. So, yeah, chill will. Always good. Yeah. Yeah, Always good to see. Yeah, like I said, we can we, we can do this. If you uh, chill will, bro, since you're listening, you can find us on Stream and Play, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. We just talking. Hit us up. Leave us five-star review. Tell your friends about us, your family, your baby mama, your side chick, whatever you need to do. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? Help us grow this. But, hey, that's been us, episode 14, episode one of the new vamp. We will be back next week, and we'll talk to you all then. All right. Peace. Sir.